This is Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 650. And the quote of the day is, The desire of knowledge, like the thirst of riches, increases ever with the acquisition of it. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here, episode 650, and just saying that absolutely blows my mind. The fact that we are at 650 episodes, started this way back in November of 2013, still going strong. I'm still making these episodes. You're still listening, so I guess we're all just a glutton for punishment. But in all seriousness, this podcast is a testament to this great drumming community. I've talked about this before, and I was having a conversation about this a few weeks ago, and the fact that so many drummers are willing to come on here and share their story, share their information, and the fact that we keep listening, and you keep listening, and and there's still this search for more knowledge out there, and people want to continue learning, and people want to continue sharing their information, that is is a testament to the drumming community. There's no other drumming community out there in the world like the drumming community. And I just feel honored and privileged to be a very small part of that. But I appreciate you listening. I appreciate the messages. I appreciate the kind words, uh, the ratings and reviews and all of that stuff. It means a lot. I can I could never express to you how fulfilling and how amazing it has been to see this podcast grow over the years. So I truly appreciate you being here. I truly appreciate you listening and we're going to keep cranking out some episodes. So in this particular episode is what I've done in the past where I go and I recap some of the older episodes from the year before. And this is 10 episodes that really stuck out. There's some great advice in there and based on downloads, how well these episodes done. And these aren't really in any particular order, but these are some of the top 10 episodes from 2021. And the first one is with Yost Nickel. And he talks about regret and talks about playing with people who he wants to play with versus playing with people who he doesn't want to play with. And and what are you going to think when you're older and you look back at your career? And I'll let, I'll let Yost talk about it right here. So check it out. This is from episode 618 with Yost Nickel. I know when you're 75 and you look back, you're like, yeah, you stayed with that artist who treated you like shit. He paid you well, but the rest wasn't good. You felt secure. You felt like you needed the money and you didn't take any risks. So that probably would be a regret in my life. At least I am wired that way. I would rather not play for artists that I don't enjoy playing with and then write another book and do more work in the drumming community. All right. That was my man, Yost. And let's get right into the next one. This is with Steve Gorman, the original drummer for the Black Crows. And this is from episode 617, where he talks about the dedication that's needed to really make it in the music industry. And it gets harder and harder every year, for sure. And he talks about what they did with the Black Crows to really stand out or or to really quote unquote, make it. And he, he just talks about what's really needed to do so. I'll let Steve take it from here from episode 617. You got to be maniacally obsessed and possessed with the notion that you deserve a seat at that table. And yeah. if you aren't willing to fight for it, then just stop. You're kidding yourself. But we always knew bands that were better than us, more polished and that had good plans. Their friend was a manager and they were building it club by club and brick by brick. 
but you could see them and recognize, yeah, but they don't have that thing because like they will blow off a gig if one of them can't get out of work. Right. And that never happened in Mr. Crow's garden. If somebody said you have to come to work, I just quit the job. All right. Moving right along. We got Mr. Carter McLean up and he, we had a really great conversation. This is from episode 614 and he talks a lot about his playing. And I was asking specific questions about feel, technique, groove, all of that kind of stuff. And he elaborates on it in the episode and has some really great advice and some insight into his playing and honestly, why it feels so good and why it sounds so good. But I'll let Carter talk about it. This is from episode 614 with Carter McLean. If you really look at most of the stuff I play, it's not crazy technique. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I'm using technique to play, but it's not some incredible, fast, bizarre thing. To me, it comes down to feel and phrasing and dynamics. That's the biggest thing that most people leave out all the time. It's like dynamics, dynamics, dynamics. All right, next up is my man from across the pond, Ash Sohn, and this is from episode 624. And we've talked about social media a lot on this podcast. I know I have, and the pros and cons of it. And there's really a lot of great things that you can get out of social media, and there's also a lot of bad things that you can get out of social media. And Ash, being the positive person that he is and always looking on the bright side, which I love that aspect of, of him as a person and as a player, uh, he talks about what he gets out of social media. And it's interesting to hear someone like Ash, who, who we all look up to as a player, where he's going on social media and he's getting motivation and he's getting inspiration to do things in his own playing, but then also getting inspiration from other people commenting on his posts and things like that. So let's listen to him talk about social media, how he uses it and what he gets out of it. This is from episode 624 with Ash Stone. But in general, social media has been and continues to be a wonderful experience, a sharing experience that I've always really, really enjoyed that sort of mutual growth, actually. You put stuff out there and you might get a bit of criticism, but most of the time you get a lot of positive energy from people and it encourages, it certainly encourages me to keep trying and keep growing, you know. Promark is more than just a pair of sticks. It's the inspiration for all drummers to break the barriers of convention and make their mark. And Promark is challenging players of all kinds to discover what makes their drumming unique and show your stripes. Use the hashtag showyourstripesdr on Instagram to share your own special performance, a photo of your kit, or whatever you feel sets you apart as a drummer. The best submissions will be included in a brand new Promark official stripes ad spot. Be sure to follow at Sticks on Instagram to stay in the loop with all the exciting things they have in store this year. Promark, the official stripes of making your mark. So if you're looking to get a new kit, you have two options. One, you can check out some pictures online. You can go to the store. You can see what they have there. You can drive to another store. You can find a couple more models and you can drive yourself insane driving all over the place trying to see what the kit that you want looks like. Or you can design yourself the perfect sonar kit using their SQ2 drum configurator. And this configurator allows you to build a kit from scratch or you can use some of their predetermined configurations and then just modify them. But you can modify everything, the sizes, the configuration, the hardware, the color, 
all of that stuff and you can make it to your exact specifications. Not only that, you can get an overhead view, you can get a 3D image of it. All of that is built into the drum configurator. To build your dream sonar kit, go to sq 2 drumsystem.com or just Google Sonar SQ2. You'll find it. Check it out. The Sonar Drum Configurator. My man, Ash Sohn. All right, let's get to George Flutus. This is from episode 625, and he talks about conversation and communicating with others and learning technique and all of these things, and then also the other aspect of it is, okay, using that technique to actually make music and have a conversation, something that George is an expert at and talks about it a lot better than I could ever do. So let's get into it. This is episode 625 with George Flutus. If I heard something and I liked it, it's like, I'm going to take it, right? Or I'm going to use it. That's how we learn the language. You know, that's a thing for like a lot of younger drummers. They may not be fluent in the language, but they're using slang, let's say, or they're using bits that they've learned, but they don't really know the grammar or have the syntax, the whole thing down, right? So to be able to speak a language in a colloquial way and be able to converse and feel relaxed and confident, you don't have to know everything about the technique, as it were, the grammar of the language. Some people know the grammar. They might have that down. Like they really understand sentence structure and all the technical aspects of language, but they can't converse well. You know, a lot of drummers get sort of hung up on the technical aspect or the grammar, and they never learn how to communicate with others. Such amazing advice and very valuable. And we all need to be thinking that way in terms of communication sentences, having a conversation, not just licks around the kit. So, you know, I stand by that 100%. Let's get into it with Brian Griffin. This is from episode 630. And Brian talks about being ready for anything. He has played a bunch of different gigs with a bunch of different artists. And the fact that you never know what's going to happen or you never know what's going to come up. It's really important advice. Let's let Brian talk about it. This is from his episode 630, Mr. Brian Griffin. Being able to decipher sometimes if they have their own like music language to describe how something sounds or if they want something different, like just be ready to change anything. Can you throw a towel on your snare drum in the middle of a set because somebody's giving you a funny look or whatever it is? Or can you slow down on a dime, even though it seems like the exact wrong thing to do, but, but somebody on stage wants it. It's like, all right, yeah. As they say, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. All right, let's get on with Dave Elich. This is from episode 644, and everyone knows Dave Elich. He is a monster player, but also the the technique slash posture king. The dude has gone down every rabbit hole, learning more about posture, about ergonomics, about playing with less effort and getting more out of your body than than you normally could. And he talks about bad posture and the effects of it. And he can talk about it way more way more eloquently than I can and has all of the background. But let's get into it. Episode 644, this is Dave Elich. Phil Collins has had historically some of the worst use of all time. I mean, you look at pictures of him, he's slouched over. He looks like a human question mark. He's one of my all-time heroes. I love his playing. I love his songwriting. I love everything about him. 
So does that bad posture make him a bad drummer? No. What it does is make it so when he gets old, he can't play anymore. So many people don't understand that. Well, they go like, well, he's still good. It's like, yeah, of course he is. But now his spine is turned to dust and he can't play anymore. And it's a tragedy. So, you know, that's what we're trying to avoid. Such a shame about Phil Collins not being able to play anymore. And just get your posture right, people. Get with Dave Elitch. Get your posture right. Get your hands right. And avoid that injury for sure. Next up is my man, Nir Z, one of my all-time favorite players and so excited that I, that I ended up getting him on the podcast. And he talks about the importance of playing with other people. And I, and I think that we live in this world now where we're separated from humans a lot because of COVID, because of social media. There's a lot more going on in solitude and he's saying you know you got to get out you got to play with other people and there's a, a lot of reasons why not just the social interaction but how it helps your playing so let's listen to him talk about playing with other people this is near z from episode 608 when you play with a group of people something can happen in real time a musical moment that triggers something in you that you were not aware even that you have it in you a lick or a pattern or a feel that you would never play unless you've been influenced by this very person who just played the guitar next to you and the bass player will respond to him at the same time. It's just those things that happen in a moment that you can never come up with it by yourself. You need this interaction with people. Just keep your mind open and you're going to find yourself in different scenarios that going to teach you about your own self as a musician, things that you could never find out about. Such good advice. Do what you need to do in solitude. Do what you need to do in the practice room. Then get out there and play with some human beings. Do it. All right. Next up is my man, Ulysses Owens Jr. This is from episode 620. And he is wise beyond his years for sure and has a great message about patience, but also talks about how his career grew over time and how sometimes we want things to happen overnight. But understanding that if you're staying on the right path, then all of these things will come to fruition over time. Let's listen to Ulysses tell his story. This is from episode 620. I had gone to this great college. I graduated, built a career with multiple artists, then built a career with this other exceptional artist. Then out of that career, Joey and I and the group that we had, that group started getting a lot of attention and a lot of accolade because of the level of artistry that we sought to play with every night. And it got the attention of Quincy Jones. So it's not even so much that it took 18 years. I went through some exceptional steps that got me there. You know right. what I mean? So yeah. I think that what we can't remove is for what we want or the access that we want, there are some exceptional steps and opportunities that will probably have to come to us and we'll have to be blessed with over time and with patience that will then align us with the dreams and the things that we want. And we just have to be patient. All right. Last but definitely not least is Mr. Quincy Davis. And this is from episode 616. And I asked him specifically about learning other people's styles, people that we look up to. And we hear it all the time. Study the great, study Tony Williams, study Steve Jordan, study Steve Gadd, and then let that work its way into your playing. 
But I asked him, okay, how do you do that specifically? Is it just a matter of listening or are you going and, you know, playing along with their stuff? Or are you notating things out? And he had a great way of explaining how to learn this stuff and how to get it to work its way into your playing. So this is from episode 616 with Quincy Davis. Yeah, I think one of the things is that you have to like the people that you're trying to capture their styles. You have to really be into them. You have to have listened to not just this album or this solo, but you have to listen to a library of them playing with different people in different contexts. And not because you have to do it, but because you want to do it and because you're into them. Definitely some great advice if you're trying to study the greats and get it to work its way into your playing. And just to be clear, we're not talking about copying and pasting here. We're not talking about grabbing their style and and just duplicating it. We're talking about using it as influence in your playing and grabbing inspiration and influence from a bunch of different drummers and having it work its way into your playing. Because honestly, if you're listening to Tony Williams or you're listening to Steve Gadd or anyone else, their playing is a combination of a bunch of different players. So use people as reference, learn what they're doing, play along with their records, and then get all of that into your playing and create your own unique sound. So those are the top 10 episodes from 2021. The wisdom from those episodes. I hope that you appreciated it. And also, man, 650 episodes. I can't believe it. The The community is, uh, it blows my mind every day to think about. So thank you so much for that. And until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace. Drummer's Resource is produced by Revoice Media. Executive producer Nick Ruffini, that's me. Edited by Justin Thomas. Video editing by Tomas Shannon. And graphic design by Catherine Wade. For more music and entertainment podcasts, be sure to check out revoicemedia.com. Revoice Media.